Hello, friend. Welcome to this episode of the Catapult Leaders Podcast, Five Questions in Five Minutes. This is Daryl Mobley. I want this to be the most powerful five minutes on diversity, where we ask thought leaders and ground shakers five questions about how to leverage diversity. Today, we have the great opportunity to speak with someone who's become a fast friend of mine. Stephanie Cocomelli. Stephanie is a principal at Taproot Ventures, where they partner with companies to create resilient, brave, and connected teams to ensure that everyone has a voice. Taproot Ventures teaches leaders to own their impact and meet their teams where they are. Stephanie has extensive experience in brand positioning and marketplace activation within direct-to-consumer companies. And I can confirm 100% that Stephanie is super high energy, passionate, and entrepreneurial. Stephanie, we're here with five questions in five minutes. Are you ready to get started? I am ready. Perfect. Question number one, if you were queen for a day, what is the one most important thing you would do to create more diverse talent at the entry-level manager positions in major organizations? Mm, thank you very much for the question. Um, you know, I've, I've had a seat at those uh, several large American company executive tables, and I believe that that is where the impact and the change needs to start. Um, mm -hmm. Just because I had a seat at the table does not mean that I had a voice at the table or that I was heard. Uh, I would influence the change and the learning necessary at those tables to create safe, courageous space where our young business people will feel the belonging needed to move our companies and economy forward. At Taproot Ventures, we, you know, we, are, um, we deeply believe within our structure and the work that we do out in the world mm -hmm. that developing human-centered leaders will create the openness and necessary mm -hmm. for the inclusiveness needed. And okay. I use the, word, the words human-centered leaders with a very conscious choice. Uh, again, it's, it's, it, it's ensuring that we as business are leading with people and at the center of our decision-making. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're nonprofit all the time, although we work with a lot of nonprofits. Mm -hmm. It does mean that when we are, are capable of leading with our heart and creating the human first, it will create the inclusiveness necessary for everyone to succeed in that environment. And we have seen it in work and it's brilliant. Question number two, why are there still too few black college students hired by America's top companies? I wish we all had the answer to that question. Mm -hmm. Personally, I can, I can tie it back to some of the systemic issues that we see in corporate America. Uh, I, and I think most of it centers very squarely in ensuring that at that table, there is a voice of reason that says, we need time and energy to build relationship out in the world in places we have not built relationship. So we go to what we're comfortable. So if you're an LA company, you're gonna to go to UCLA or you're gonna to go to SC because they're right next to you. But in fact, that may not bring you the pool necessary, but it doesn't take that much more effort to ensure that you have someone that can reach out to other schools that are much more um, centered around the African-American experience or the BIPOC community and ensure that those are feeding up through your, um, your, 
your recruiting efforts, most importantly, the recruiting efforts. That's where it starts and that's where it's not, it's not happening. We're going with ease rather than need. You're throwing smoke. Question number three, Stephanie, great job. How can companies create and sustain a culture that is so welcoming to all that the company extracts maximum value from and provides maximum value to employees of all cultures? You know, I believe we need to start with creating a language where diversity is our welcome outcome. After all, diversity already is. It exists. Oh. We just need to open to it. Okay. Um, how we create that inclusion, ensuring the equity and unearthing the potential of these graduates needs to come with active, and I truly mean active, listening, active recruitment, active intern programs, and supporting these college students. Uh, if we, you know, here, here's the analogy for me. If, if we drop people into a toxic river, everyone's going to drown. But if we need to have a clean, flowing river, that's why we believe that starting with the top of an organization is the most important um, in, as we see leaders joining. Like if the, if the river is clean, we can get that value and the employees will build the culture because the river is clean and they can join and it's a much uh, it's a much healthier environment to be part of. I want to have an entire another conversation with you about the toxic river. You got my visual versus the clean river dropping it is so I, that's so profound. I've never heard that before. I want to go off on that. I'm not because it's five questions, five minutes. I, I will stick to the questions, but okay. fantastic. Question number four. What is the biggest culture mistake that major corporations make that makes working at the corporations a living hell for black employees? Very tough one for me to answer as I am white and privileged. So I, I can only share with you my experience sure. or what I have heard from people that have had that experience. Okay. Um, our, so our work at, at Taproot is rooted in what we, we coin as JEDI, which is justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. Okay. Um, so, so my path is the continual learning and listening that, um, that tells me companies are not celebrating the difference in voice and in style and in input. Um, so every day I learn from the folks that, that are sitting in that uh, culture mistake, you know, that they, they, they can't feel comfortable, they don't feel comfortable. And it really going, goes back to someone's really not listening to them. Mm -hmm. Their mm -hmm. point of view is so valid, but it's unique and it may be different. And so we love to push them into the, they're not a fit or right. they don't right. get it. Right. Um, when, right. when really it could be exactly the opposite or mm -hmm. somewhere in the middle. And all it really requires is, you know, that powerful change that an organization can see with being courageous and, and listening to the folks that are in the company. Well, and you know, most importantly, they're usually someone much younger than the executives right. sitting there. And sometimes, a lot of times, it centers around um, around whether it's a BIPOC or a, a, a candidate or student or or young executive. Sure. And often it's age, and it can be gender. Those are all very different voices. Right. And if we just listen with with openness, we will be able to find more common ground than not. Wow, okay, question number five and the final question for you. 
What role does a diverse employee play in sustaining a welcoming company culture? Very, very important role from my perspective. You know, we are, every time we hire young people into a company, mm -hmm. we are creating a new community. And how we, the power of that connected community is the foundation uh, that every, every person has to be part of the solution mm -hmm. and part of that foundation. So how we connect that community is very important. So young executives, young managers, young workers, mm -hmm creating their own connectivity will rise that connectivity within the organization. Um, it's, and it's not just about the BIPOC community employees and leaders, although they are the ones that need to connect. It can be, you know, a whole um, generation of new hires within the company. Right. It can be a whole group of interns right. and that collective voice will raise up within the organization if they stand shoulder to shoulder. Okay. Right. So, um, you know, it, it, in my experience, it was women standing shoulder to shoulder together in the corporate American environment. Yeah. And I saw both sides of that. I saw the very positive sides of how women lift each other up mm -hmm. in a company. And I saw when it didn't happen. So, so I see that in the same environment when you have a group of young business people uh, of, of Black Americans mm -hmm. raising themselves up with an organization. There is such power. I see it happening with my stepchildren right now in the world. And it is powerful mm -hmm. and inspiring. And they can create a collective voice if they do not collect a singular voice first. So both can move it forward. And they are responsible for doing that. They aren't they are, I do not, we do not believe at Taproot that they're responsible for teaching the rest of us what it is right. to be a black American. Like right. we all have to do our work and right. the work is right. work is necessary, right. but listening to their voice collectively is a very important part of, of us all healing and creating safe, courageous spaces, both in our work environments and in our personal environments. Wow. So everyone has a powerful role in this process. Absolutely. Wow, we nice. cannot do it as individuals. We have to do it as a collective America. Stephanie, you have been, you have stunned me this, this today. I, I didn't, I didn't know where you were going to take it as I never do where uh, folks are going to take the questions that I asked them, but you took it to a whole different place and you were very strong about it, which I really appreciate. And I want to thank you for everyone who's going to listen to this. Everyone's going to see it. I want to thank you. You were really fantastic. Thank you. Have a great day. Wow, how great was Stephanie Cucamelli? Man, she was fantastic. When she talked about the talented person being put into water and is the water toxic or is it clear and that determines whether that person swims successfully. I mean, that is an amazing, amazing visual for me. The reality is where we place talent, who's there with them and what those people are all about determines greatly the level of success that talent will achieve. And it makes sense. If you go about the business of hiring someone because you think they're the right person, then you really need to make sure you also go about the business of making sure the environment they go into is positive, productive, and can lead them to a higher place. I'm gonna to have to interview Stephanie again. She's got some great stuff to share. This podcast, Key Goal, is to broaden perspectives and share pathways to creating 
more diverse workspaces, and greater opportunities. Let me be honest. I want us to make the world a better place. This has been Daryl Mobley, and I'd like to invite all CEOs, chief diversity officers, presidents, senior managers, corporate social responsibility managers, HR and talent managers, and all other managers who are with me on making the world a better, more equitable place to work with Catapult Leaders. You can contact Catapult Leaders by going to catapultleaders.com. One final thing, enjoy life here now. Thank <laughs> you.